Biggie, biggie, biggie. Can't you see? All uh, right, Jean. I'm are ready. you ready to be counted? I'm ready. Ready in Hamesh. Alba, Shalosh, Stein. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast. With Christina P. Ah, uh, what up, moms? Thank you for watching me on the tube, downloading this episode. Lots to get to, but first, the boy mom shirt is selling like crazy. It is unironic. It is just a boy mom shirt, and it's got like knives and grenades and tanks and bugs on it because that's what it is to be a boy mom. But I like to cool it up because I. I feel like mom apparel is like so corny. So I'm trying to make it a little cool. It's a slouchy tee. So it fit, it cut nicely. So it's not like a terrible shirt, you know, like women's shirts when they're too tight. So it kind of, it's nice and loose around your, your belly. So you look great. Get that at merchmethod.com slash Tom Segura, where all of our merch is for the YMH family. And yeah, so I'm here. I have snuck away from my family because right now I am an MIC. I'm a mom in charge because my husband had a little hoinia operation yesterday, his hernia, and now he's in bed and he hurts. <laughs> and I get it, surgery, okay, they cut into you, yeah. But it's not childbirth, let's be real. Okay, moms, everybody listening is like, oh, my husband's complaining about pain. <laughs> Okay, boo fucking who take a codeine. All right. Uh, yeah. How about motherfucking? No, I'm just kidding. No, I do. I have sympathy for him. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, yeah. Okay. You have no idea about what real pain is. Okay. Wait. Childbirth to children. Go ahead. So is your argument that as long as it's not more painful than childbirth, then they're not allowed to show signs of pain? Yeah. You can't. You're not allowed to that's, complain about it. That's wild. Because. <laughs> Women go through so much more. We go through so much more. It's what? like you can't complain. What if he broke his leg? Is he allowed to complain about that? A little. Only because then you can't shower and you need crutches. And that's more of an ordeal. But having your... Uh, hold on. Having your vag and your asshole ripped open and stitched and then having to take that first shit after mm -hmm. you have your fresh stitches done, don't tell me that compares look, to anything. Look, don't uh, look, here's even the thing. pretend. Christina... I'm, Christina Christina. Now, I'm not saying I'm not saying that don't. that doesn't suck, but what I am saying is that that's not the only thing that sucks. Yeah, but it it's pretty bad. Taking a shit through stitches. Oh, it sucks. That is there worse? I don't think so. But I mean, you know, uh, I mean, he's he's recovering from surgery. He was he was put under, right? Yeah. And I imagine he's having pretty terrible abdomen pain. Boo hoo. What? Just kidding. I, I'm kidding. God. <laughs> It's, it's called like, comedy, Nadav. I'm trying to be jokey here. Well, I mean, I You're guess... You're ruining the illusion for the audience that I'm a callous, cold oh. wife. Well, I don't know, because, I mean, I would hear the same stuff, like, from my mom, too, growing up. Yeah, because she's an immigrant, and we're right. tough as fuck. Typical male. You Typical know, that's what you, Whenever you complained about being sick or oh, recovering yeah. from a major surgery. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me tell you, women behind your backs, just so you know, all the men listening... 
women complain about what crybabies you are all the time. Like when, when you get a cold and you're like, I hate the cold, I can't do shit. Yeah, women take care of the entire family. They go to work, they do everything. <laughs> I'm just telling you, it's just fucking facts, okay? Please, let's go ahead. I, you've got to play this next clip, this TikTok. I have been in love with it for days. I've been thinking about it. I, I send it to everybody I know. And it just resonates with me. I'm going to play. go ahead and play this one. It's so good. Imagine being allergic to peanuts. Bitch, if you don't grow the fuck up. <laughs> Everything about this is perfect. His disdain, his, his like casual Friday approach. He's just like leaning back. And then the phrasing is just so perfect. He says imagine being allergic to peanuts bitch if you don't grow the fuck up it's so great and i think that anybody listening who's of a reasonable mind will agree that this is ridiculous these peanut allergies because here's the deal man is that we created peanut allergies in children because everyone was freaked out about it and we stopped letting small kids have peanuts and they developed allergies. So this was created by overly cautious parents and that's why kids have peanut allergies. So don't fucking, uh, don't fucking email me that my kid has peanut allergies. Yeah, I know, I know. And because 0.001% of the kids that have it uh, go to school. Now the entire school is forced not to have any kind of peanut snack. I, I remember I had to pack an earthquake kit for Ellis and they go, could you find nut free granola bars? Bitch. <laughs> Do they make a nut free granola bar? Is that even a fucking real thing? There's no such thing as a, by nature. A granola bar is a bunch of nuts glued together with honey. <laughs> yeah. Nut free, peanut free. Here we go. It says Kip's granola bark. Nut, listen how disgusting this sounds. Certified gluten free, whole grain, dietitian approved. Disgusting. It sounds fucking disgusting. The point is, I think we've overcorrected. It is absolute nonsense that if one kid might have a peanut allergy, the whole school is on lockdown. And I know you guys go, but what about it's really bad? That the kid has the allergy and he can go into anaphylactic. Yeah, I know. You have an EpiPen nearby in case the kid does go into fucking... I had a friend that was allergic to chocolate. And you know what she used to do? Once a year, she would sit at her desk with her EpiPen. And she would fucking eat a Snickers and then stab herself in the leg with the... Uh, what is it? The epinephrine or whatever. Adrenaline. <laughs> Because you can't live in fear of every little thing. And don't you think it's a better lesson to teach kids? Uh, hey, I've got this really fucking scary allergy. Maybe I should start being vigilant about protecting myself in the world versus having the world conform to my specific fucking narrow needs. But no, we're insane. Everybody's insane. <laughs> Imagine having being allergic to peanuts. <laughs> Bitch, if you don't grow the fuck up. Let me tell you another story I have. Now, let's play it again. Let's hear it again. It's so good. Imagine being allergic to peanuts. Bitch, if you don't grow the fuck up. <laughs> I love him so much. I have a great mom friend. Her name is uh, Kat. And she was on like episode something of That's Deep Bro back when I had severe postpartum. Anyway, 
um, you know, her daughter had severe allergies to like everything when she was really, really little. So Kat did this thing where she would just give her daughter a little bit of the thing she was allergic to every day, like strawberries, just a little bit, just a little, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. And eventually she cured her daughter of all of these allergies by exposure therapy, right? And isn't that the fucking how we used to do it old school? OS, baby! A little bit of exposure, not such a bad thing. And that's how we have kids who are allergic to peanuts because we don't expose them to this shit early. Now, an addendum, a side note, kind of a, a seriouser, a seriouser one. <laughs> uh more more serious or uh you know i was talking to my shrink today and um i had this we were talking about how you really have to be deliberate about your life and i think this is something that no that people don't tell you my shrink said it's an unspoken rule and so i wanted to make it spoken in case anybody listening needs to hear this shit because i sure as i really wish somebody had just told me this because it took so many years uh, for me to figure it out. Um, for, uh, number one, number one, and this is completely antithetical to everything that's being espoused today, which is don't trust your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, Tom, you're laughing, but I'm serious because the every now today everybody says you got it. Your feelings are more important than reason. That's what's being ta uh, taught to us in the upside down woke culture, right? Is that because you feel a certain way, those feelings have more importance than reason or rational thought. Now, that's just not the fucking case. If I followed my feelings when I was a girl in my early 20s, I would have stayed inside, smoked pot all day, gained 50 million pounds, and played puzzle bobble out of fucking depression because I was depressed. I didn't know what to do with my life. And I would have trusted the feeling that I was a loser and I wasn't meant to do anything. But I didn't. Instead, I, I pushed against those bad feelings, those feelings that I thought were so real, and I used thought and I overcame my dumb fucking feeling brain with rational thought and action and activity. And I'm here to tell you this, and I, again, I don't know who needs to hear it, I just wanted to share it because I was thinking about it today with my therapist, is that you must be so deliberate, be deliberate about your own life. Because I know people now who are in their 40s, they were not deliberate with their lives. They did not take control of their own lives and make decisions that were meaningful and, 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 and you have to steer the ship because if you don't, the ship steers you. And I see it a million times. People, they don't choose. They don't make a choice. They don't go and fight and fight for one thing, one direction. And they don't go against those bad feelings to see a bigger picture, a bigger vision. And they end up with life steering you. So our parents, you know, maybe some people's parents tell them this shit. My parents kind of did in an unspoken way because they were very much determiners of their own fate. To escape from your native country and come to the U.S. and become somebody is major. So they had an idea. But I think to articulate it to children especially is very important that you are the architect of your world, not the other way around. Because the other way around, the world will blow you wherever the fuck it wants to. So do not trust your feelings. Do not trust your feelings of ineptitude or I'm not good enough or maybe I don't feel like doing it. 
fuck feeling like doing it. You think I feel like doing a podcast every day or I feel like doing stand-up back when the world was together. No, but you do it despite and you do it. So anyway, I wanted to share that, guys, with you as well as I had my very own Pajitsky effect last night. Oh, and we, we need a stinger for Pajitsky effect. Oh. oh, yeah, we need a stinger. Okay, I had this great one last night. I was making poop soup for myself because I am, I'm a little, I'm backed up and I, that's not like me. I don't know what's going on. So my poop soup recipe, for those of you who remember from your mom's house, famous recipe. I used to go to Trader Joe and I buy uh, lots of vegetables, everything you can, broccoli, cauliflower. I put pepper, I put onions, garlics, I put them. Um, a peas, carrot, everything in the pots. You put the broth in there, you boil it up. After two bowls of poop soup, if you're not gonna if you're not shitting, I don't know what will make you shit. But I haven't shit. I'm I'm very devastated. But I was cutting up veggies from my poop soup and I was like, God, these knives are just terrible. They're so dull. I should buy different knives. I gotta go buy new knives. And then I thought to myself, no. You can buy a knife sharpener. <laughs> oh my God, Nadav. Have you ever even heard of a knife sharpener? Mm, yeah, I have one. You have one? I get my knives sharpened every six months. What? By a professional. Wait a minute. Mm -hmm. Hold on. What? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, how? Does he come to your house with like a leather strip or something? Uh, no, there's a, there's a farmer's market not too far from me and they set up. They set up like a station, and I just bring all my chef knives over there, and I get them sharpened. Wow. And it's a dream to cut with a sharp knife. I've, ne I've never even done it, I don't think. Oh, you're going to love the way you cut them. <laughs> <sighs> now, I'm assuming during the quar that it's not open. Right, right. It's, um, yeah, I have not had my knives sharpened in, in quite a few months. Devastating. Yeah, so then I do have to, like, do it manually. And, like, it, it, it you know, it, it holds me over until I can use my guy again. I didn't even know people had them professionally sharpened. Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, you're supposed to have them sharpened every six months. Because even if you keep them in a drawer or wherever, they're going to lose their edge over time. Because they're just, like, you know, hitting other stuff and just losing their edge. Fuck. Wait. Maybe I could have someone come to my house and do oh, this. Oh, you absolutely can. Oh, my God. But I bought one on Amazon. I bought one that you run it through, and it goes, like an electric one. I'd say start with that. You know, Start with that, and you're like, nah, you know, I feel like I'm doing this too much. You know, <laughs> Then just get it done like twice a year, and then you're good. Oh, my God. I did. How did you conceal this? You're supposed to share that with me. Uh, I don't know. I like to keep up the illusion that I'm a degenerate that doesn't know oh, how to take care of myself. Come on. <laughs> That's really varsity. You're like a 50-year-old person with your knife sharpening stuff. Yeah. I mean, look, there's lots of things that I do the way that, like, your grandpa that teaches you life lessons would do. And then yeah. there's other things that I'm just a complete that's, fucking idiot. That's on. true. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I agree. I agree. Like, old school shit. Like, you pay your bills on time. Right. You don't want to ruin your credit. That's right. a huge one. Yeah. Credit's number one, baby. Credit is number My mother taught me that very young, too. She also opened a credit card in my name when I was 14. <laughs> <laughs> Under the illusion that it, this is for you to start your credit line. I'm like, really? Do I shop at Nordstrom for $10,000 a month? It's weird. I'm 14. <laughs> Did your parents do that too? That is some low 
immigrant shit. Mm, no, my parents never oh. opened up a credit card oh. in my name. Okay, well, I did, yeah. <laughs> they used credit cards in my name. My mom opened a bank account in my name. Stole money from my stepdad, hit it there. All good. <laughs> Wait, she stole money from your stepdad and then yeah. hid it in, a, in an account under your name? Yeah. So then I would get like these bank statements with like so much money. I'm like, Mom, what the fuck is this? And she's like, just ignore it. It's nothing. It's nothing. I'm like, all right. I have to pay taxes on, right? Don't you pay taxes on? Whatever. Fucking fuck. Um,. So there's my Pajitsky effect. Let's read some of yours because this stuff makes me laugh so much. I, I, I just, we've gotten so many submissions. So thank you so much for, yeah, for, for leaving these. Um, cause I think that the, the effect that we're talking about, it's so much more than just like improving your life on little things. It really is. It's like these epiphanies that you don't belong to to what you grew up in you know what i mean like you're not beholden to just the way that someone else taught you to be which is so interesting because it's like these breakthrough moments of being your own person <laughs> like oh i'm my own i can do shit the way i want to i'm not i'm not um brainwashed this is so i love this one hey mommy so my mom grew up super poor and although my family was eventually middle class growing up we still held up poor life shopping habits. So until recently, I've always bought and drank 2% generic brand milk. I recently moved in with my boyfriend and he drinks promised land whole milk. I could not ever fathom drinking such fancy milk, but OMG, let me tell you, game changer. Everything is better from cooking to dunking cookies. Cooking to dunking cookies. Fuck that watery ass poor people milk. Keep it high and tight. Piss on me, BBs. <laughs> I know. And like... I don't think 2% milk is any cheaper than whole milk. Like, I'm pretty sure it's probably the same price, right? Because... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think like, it might yeah. even be more expensive because it has to go through a process. a process. Yeah. And it's funny because I grew up with 2% milk too because it, it, it was less fattening. Yeah. <laughs> and then like even going from 2% to 1% is just like, holy shit, this tastes so much better. And then you go whole milk and you're like... It could be like this. <laughs> and then, Christina, then there's raw milk. Have you oh, had that before? I've heard of it. I haven't <sighs> tried it. Is that really good? It tastes so good. Really? It tastes so good. And the secret is, is that they don't take any of the fat out. Yeah, they should leave the... Like, it, like it develops like a top layer of just the like cream. cream. It's yes. so good. Yeah. But they homogenize it, right? Like it's pasteurized or whatever. Or uh, they leave I've there? never gotten sick from it. If if you just get one from like a Whole Foods or some market that uh, that has it, then like you're good to go. The cream on the top. Yeah, yeah, that shit's so good. I know. But it's expensive as fuck, so it's a sometimes treat. I know. It's so funny because like I, I fucking hated milk growing up. I was like, ugh. But it's because I think my mom would buy that watery. It's just, it's like, um, it's just cloudy water. Like <laughs> 2% is so nasty like just drink water why i think that was part of the 80s too is like the non-fat craze but when they take fat out of stuff aren't they replacing it with like sweeteners and other things so that you're not tasting the nastiness that is low fat so it was kind of like a it's a compromise just drink less whole, whole milk i don't know anyway that's really fucking amazing let's do a voicemail pajitsky effect i like hearing you guys tell me stuff it's pretty cute hey christina I also grew up with a terrible mother and a father who was, well, the child of two immigrants. Something that took me way too long was to realize 
I can use conditioner. Um, I'm 37 years old, and I just bought conditioner for the first time. My dad would never let me get that. It was just shampoo, and I had to yes. just a dime-sized amount into my hands. So I did what I could. Um, but uh, my life has changed. I now use conditioner, and I mean, my mind is blown. I feel like the queen of England. Right. All right. Love you guys. Bye. Right. So... That is so funny. Maybe that's an immigrant thing that they feel like it's useless because my father told me with conditioner too, what is conditioner? You are putting grease back into your hair. He literally thought it was putting grease back into your hair, which I guess makes sense from his perspective. But I'm like, uh, I yeah. And here's the deal. I'll tell you what about conditioner is that I bought all the expensive stuff that they tell you to get, like, um, you know, the $50 ones. I One time, yeah, I bought a $50 conditioner. The best conditioner that I've ever used is Tresemme. <laughs> Shit is like $5 at the pharmacy. I like Dove. That one's amazing, too. I never spend money on these fancy conditioners anymore. I don't know what they put in, like, the shitty ones, like Dove and Tresemme, because that shit works, and the fancy shit don't. So, um, have you ever used conditioner, Nadav? No, right? Well, when you well, had yes, hair. Yes, I have. Yeah, you back, do? When, back when I had hair, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, here's the thing. I think your dad didn't give you that advice as a foreigner. I think he gave it to you as a dude. Oh, because he doesn't, they don't use conditioner. Right, because it's like, what do you need conditioner? Like, I have, I, I don't think I've ever used conditioner by itself. Right. Like, I've always had a two-in-one. Oh, yeah, those are good, too. Yeah, and then you get yeah. a bulk amount that lasts you like two years, and then you're good. Bulk amount. Yeah, a Costco I, amount. Yeah, <laughs> and I also love like Aussie line, that line of like cheap. It's so good though. The worst is Prell. Never use Prell. Google Prell. That stuff strips your hair. It's good if you need to wash chlorine out of your blonde, if you have blonde hair, and use Prell. <laughs> that shit will. <laughs> Look, people love it though. <laughs> it's all five star reviews. <laughs> Fucking Prell. Oh no, these are these are manufactured because it's five star reviews with one review. Five uh, reviews. This is not tested. It's bullshit. Yeah, the worst is White Rain. You ever, when the women listening know what I'm talking about? White Rain is the bottom of the barrel. Shit smells good though. White Rain. <laughs> white Rain. There she is. There's White Rain. You. Know, I used to get that at the 99 cent store when I was real broke. Oh yeah, White Rain coconut. Makes you feel like you're on vacation. <laughs> I'd use that shit and be like, hmm, I'm in Tahiti this week. <laughs> I'm not in Toledo. I'm in Tahiti. <laughs> yeah. I do get carried away with good smells in the shower, though. I recently invested in um, bed, body, body and bath works. I started buying. Here's another thing I've been doing to pamper myself. I'm starting to buy soaps that I like the smell of. <laughs> Not just the soaps that are like given to me. You know what I mean? I'm such an idiot. Like, why don't I just get the smells I like? There was, there was for the longest time, the only soap I'd use was hotel soup, so, <laughs> soap that we'd steal. And it's like, it always right. smells bad. It just smells like old people. Yeah, <laughs> it's not pleasant. And it like strips your skin. Yeah, it's, it's like not good. And it dry. lasts like two showers. Yeah, it's so <laughs> shitty. Well, I grew up using Irish Spring. And I, I like it. I still use it. it. Smells great. It does smell great. But like I, after, tw you know, 20 years of buying it, I was like, oh, I can buy. 
I can buy like Dove. I can buy, I can buy a body wash that smells like flowers. I don't have to smell like my dad did. And even Aquafresh, that's the toothpaste that my dad would use. And I still buy Aquafresh and I'm like, oh, I can get anything I want. It's so funny how we get. Okay, here's the, this one made me laugh out loud. This one I had to stop and like wake Tom up and tell him. <laughs> this one's so rad. Hi, mommy. I'm 32 years old. And at the age of approximately 29, my husband taught me that you don't actually have to stand in the freezing cold water stream of the shower and wait for it to warm up. <laughs> you can stand outside the shower, reach in, turn it on, wait a few seconds, then go in after it's already warm. Who knew, Nicole? Right? <laughs> How many dumb shits have been doing that for years? I know. I fucking did it too. You're like, oh, it was so cold still cold it's still fucking cold it's cold oh and if you want to treat yourself right nicole in the winter time get a space heater in the shower if you but only if you want to pamper yourself <laughs> oh god okay oh this is funny i have so many absurd pajitsky effects i want to thank you guys for making me feel like a little less bad shit when I was a teenager, I used to get perms and other insane shit done to my hair. And my hairdresser would tell me, don't wash your hair for two days. And to me, that meant, hey, you can't shower for two days. <laughs> I literally stopped getting perms because I didn't want to not shower for two days. I didn't realize that until this year, I'm 23 years old, that I can shower without washing my hair. <laughs> Why do we get stuck on that shit? Oh. God, sidebar, I have a friend who recently confessed to me that she was so depressed during the choir that she didn't shower for seven days. Yeah. I, is that the longest? Any, I, that's the longest I've heard anybody go. Like who wasn't debilitatingly sick in bed. Like if, unless you're in chemo, you probably shouldn't shower. Right? Unless you're, unless you have surgery. Yeah. Hernia. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, isn't that wild, though? What's the longest you guys have gone? Boys are disgusting. Yeah, I mean, I think I learned in college <laughs> that it's like, oh, right, you need a shower or else you're going to start smelling yourself at times you don't want to. Oh, so you were nasty until... Well, freshman year of college, like, I think I just kind of skipped a few. Like, I was just like, yeah, whatever, you don't really need a yeah. shower. Like, if you don't sweat, you don't need a shower. Yeah. And so uh, I think I just didn't sweat, and, like, I think it was maybe three days that's yeah i would say i've gone maybe four days three days max back and, when i walked a lot yeah three days max and that's because i was down with a fever or i was like mm. really sick or vomiting right and like the thing that i caught was like i sat down in my chair and i was able to like smell myself yeah and i was like oh that's terrible that's, that's why you shower <laughs> it's the worst yeah it's bad stuff Ugh. But yeah, I'd say probably three or three. four days is the longest I did, and I hadn't done that since freshman year of college. Yeah, that's that's foul. She's she's nasty as fuck, right? <sighs> okay, let's see. Is it week? Hold on. Oh, this is nice. So she said she was having a horrible work week, and she came home and went straight to the shower. Well, at the same time, she burst into tears and she was ranting about whatever had happened that week. About halfway through, 
my husband comes in with a bottle of sparkling grape juice, which is one of my faves. And I just stare with tears welling up since I can't have it until after my shower. <laughs> Lo and behold, adults can choose to one drink, f drink from whatever they damn well please. And two, you can drink that shit whenever because who will stop you? <laughs> so she drank this like grape soda in while she was having a shower, which I don't think I've ever done. I don't think I've ever done that. Oh, man. A shower beer is I'm, so nice. I've never done that. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I got to do this. Yeah. I like getting ready for a party or something. Like if you're going out to dinner, it's just oh like, oh, I want to drink something, but I need to take a shower. You can do both at the same time. Oh, my God, dude. You just blew my mind. <laughs> it's, it's rad, dude. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> I like, I'm going to try it. I'll try it. Oh, we have another voicemail. Let me hear another one, a voicemail. Hey, mommies. I have a Pajitsky effect for you. So my dad grew up an immigrant. His parents were, or he was child of an immigrant. Um, his parents were from Italy. So I don't know. Times were tough. I grew up um, using a family rag whenever we would order pizza out. And so we'd all be eating in the family room. And my dad would say, hey, Nick, throw me the rag. And we would wipe our mouths on it. And um, I just thought that was normal until I got older and went to other people's houses, and they weren't animals. They used napkins. And uh, so it took me longer than usual to realize that was not normal behavior. So I um, thought you'd enjoy that. Love you guys. Love the Segura family. Thank you. Bye. Family rag. That's the grossest shit I've ever heard. A family Throw me the rag. <laughs> And like your dad's all, you know, sweaty, immigrant, greet like the oily. I know, I know the wipe. My dad would always have like oily thumbs from whatever he was eating. Yeah. Oh my god, the fucking ra the family rag. <laughs> oh god. Oh, it's so fucking nasty. All right, this one I do, and I love it. My bougie weird habit is I change my underwear all the time. I wear thongs during the day and briefs at night. When I get home from work and put my home clothes on, I change my undies. If I go to dinner after work and go home to change, I change my underwear. That Then when I put my PJs on, I put my nighttime underwear on. That's something about, there's something about a fresh pair of panties that resets your day. I 100% agree. I, I, in the same way, I come home fresh pair and then for, but I don't sleep with the underwear on because you need to let your vagina breathe at night. Okay. I don't know why you're wearing, but cool. <laughs> yeah, are you crazy? <gasps> Who's sleeping with underwear on you? You're strangling your vagina. She has to breathe. Right. Come on. I hate sleeping with underwear. It's terrible. Oh, this one's great. Growing up, we had pretty basic food in the house. It was only when we went on camping trips or beach trips that my mom bought certain vacation foods like Capri Sun, cinnamon rolls, hold on, and the two variety packs of chips, sugary cereal. Been married a year, and my husband has to remind me that I'm an adult and I have access to the entire grocery store, not just the normal foods I grew up with, and we don't have to plan a vacation just to buy junk food. Yes, Lauren, yes. That took me a long time to buy what I wanted to buy at the grocery store. I think that took several years for me before I went like, oh, I don't, I don't just have to buy the good stuff. I can get a thing of Pringles or like I can buy raspberries because I love my raspberries. Oh, so funny. 
Oh, this one's fucking amazing. Okay. Uh, I used to get up and get some toilet paper every time I had to blow my nose or sneeze. Guess what? You can have a second or third roll of toilet paper anywhere you need it. <laughs> or better yet, I could stop being a piece of shit and buy tissue boxes. What? I did not buy tissue. This is a true story. I did not buy tissue until I, I got married. <laughs> yeah. Because I was like, why would you buy tissue? That's what toilet paper is for. I use toilet paper as Kleenex for... That's insane. Until Tom was like, can we buy Kleenex? I'm like, what for? <laughs> Use toilet paper. <laughs> toilet paper is fine. <laughs> I didn't even know people really bought Kleenex. I thought that was a lie. We never had that growing up. That was like, come on. You can use toilet paper for both. I'm about to blow your mind with yeah, something else yeah, you could do. Go ahead. Go, go ahead. Did you know <laughs> that they have travel size? <laughs> And that in, when you leave the house and you yeah. know that you have a stuffy nose, you don't just have to take a bunch of loose <laughs> tissues and shove it in your pocket. You could get a travel thing of tissues. I did not learn that until year five on the road <laughs> when I would get sick on the road. And I would just do that, like grab a wad and put them in my North Face, you know, winter coat and like fly to, you know, the Midwest somewhere freezing. Yes, I did realize that many years later. I learned that like within the last 12 months. Oh, my God. I now have, like, two or three travel ones in my car. Keep them in the Holy car. Holy crap. Such a lifesaver. Can I tell you, the center console of my car is that everyone has now hand sanitizer, wipes, yeah, tissue, uh, and, and like, $5. You always want to keep some change in there as some for, for parking or for whatever, because, man. Oh, fuck. Shit makes me so happy. Oh, this is funny. I would always complain that I didn't have enough windows and the ceiling lights were too dark during the day. Then I decided to buy not one lamp, but two. That caused me to make the realization that living in a dim lit house during quarantine adds to depression. <laughs> I know. It's funny because Tom will forget to open the curtains. Like he'll just sit there like a weirdo in the dark all day. I'm like, you can open the curtains. He's like, oh yeah. I <laughs> forget. So sad. Oh, I wanted to, um, I had this idea for a segment called uh, Words I Never Thought I'd Put Together, but now I do as, a, as an adult. Uh, I'm going to start making a running, oh, do we have another one? No, we're done. Yeah. Right? No, yeah, we have one more voicemail. Oh, oh let's do one more voicemail and then I'm going to do this next thing. Hi, Mommy. This is Kylie from Dallas, Texas. Um I just want to relate to you with this little story I have. I just now realized that you can pour salsa into a bowl instead of having to, like, rake your chips up and scoop them all the way into the can and, like, tip the can until the salsa reaches the chip. So, um, yeah, that was a cool <laughs> hack, life hack from my boyfriend that he taught me. So, uh, what? thanks, you. <laughs> love you. I've never done that. I've been just breaking chips in the salsa container. As of yesterday, I fucking did that. Like, oh, there's a chip in the salsa, guys. Wow. Wow, you can do that. Yeah, you can pour the salsa into a dit, into a bowl. Wow. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing. I had no idea. Fuck. All right. Do you do that? Everyone else is doing that? I'm not. I mean, I'm not much of a salsa guy. Yeah. Wow. I eat it a lot too. And it's always full of like sour cream and everything else I'm dipping in there. Wait, hold on. 
So maybe I should hold on. You double dip with other shit I, back into the salsa I, jar. hundred percent. Oh, yeah. you, na- you nasty as hell. Nasty as hell. Nasty as hell. I don't give a wait. F. But you're not creeped out or freaked out like when you go back into the salsa thing and you find a foreign object. And you're like, wait, how long has that been there? Cause, I am. Because once sour cream goes in there, it's like. That expires. Contaminated. Right. right. And then it's like, what if you start having moldy, gross sure, stuff in there? Sure. I see what your point. Especially with me, I well, here's what I do is that I eat so much of it that I know exactly when that last bit dropped in there. It's like a day max. And I buy it so frequently. It's such a fresh item in the house. I'm never worried. Never worried. Okay. Okay. So here's what I want to give you guys this challenge. Parents, I would love for you to send me the phrases you thought you would never even think of saying, words that now come out of your mouth that you were like, is that even a fucking sentence? Send it to where my mom's at at gmail.com or leave me the voicemail, 213-375-5184. I'm making a running list of phrases that I say to my children. Like last night I was putting my older boy down and um, hold on. One second, moms. One second. Here we go. Phrases. Oh, I hate that I can't. This fucking makes me nutty. Okay, ready? I was putting him down, and he wouldn't, he kept licking me, like licking my arm, licking my hand, like just laying, like I, he was next to me, and I was rocking him. He was like, and it got to the point where I was so annoyed. I was like, all right, stop licking me, or we go to bed now. And I was like, that's so funny. Like, who the fuck even thought in my 44th year of life I would have to tell somebody to stop licking me? Otherwise, we're going to go to sleep right now. It's so absurd. And there was that one. There was, I just wrote some down that I said in the last, like, two days. You may call me mom, not poo-poo. Because <laughs> my son goes, can I call you poo-poo? I'm like, no, you may call me mom. Um, no, you can't put garlic in my eyes. <laughs> He's like, can I put garlic in your eyes? I'm like, no. So there you go. That's just for now. Those are the, the fresh ones from this week. If you want to share yours, again, where my mom's at, at gmail.com, phone number 213-375-5184. I would love for you to share the phrases that you never thought in a million years you would uh, say to another human being. Um, there you go. Okay, let's get on to some mom business. I love... Uh, did I have another? Oh, let's do this TikTok, this other TikTok that I found. Um, uh, it speaks for itself. I think it's just fantastic. It's a mother with her two grown boys, and they're enjoying some time by the pool. Yes. <clears throat> you ready? Pool kiss. Mwah. Pool kiss. Mwah. Nicholas, my son's having fun in the pool. <laughs> yes, we are. And how he's like for those of you who are just listening, um, these boys are not twelve, they're not eleven. Like the one that's like, yes, we are, is at least thirty-two, thirty-three. And he's fully a man. He's like got a hair shirt on, and then his brothers, you know, talked in his own way. We're not even gonna get into that, but uh but yeah, they're in their above ground pool. They're just trying to enjoy their summer and their mom is ruining it with the kiss, which is so fantastic because that's exactly who I'm going to be to my children. So there you go. You're going to make your children give you pool kisses? A hundred times. Oh yeah, when they're 40, I'll be like, give your mom a pool kiss. <laughs> I love you. Uh, I'm going to live down the street. 
I'm gonna come knock on the door. What's your wife cooking? What am I gonna do when my children leave? I'm like, I can't even imagine having an empty nest. It's so depressing. Mm. Maybe get another dog. I'm gonna get four more dogs. <laughs> I've already decided. Gosh. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. We want to do. Let's do some. What would Christina Peas do? Christina Peas do. Okay. You got mom questions? CP's got mom answers. What would Christina P do? Okay. Hey, Christina, my wife is due with our first baby in six weeks, gender to be determined. We will let it decide after six months. I agree. <laughs> is there anything more ridiculous than this? She had some skin issues slash rashes, carpal tunnel, sciatica, and just generally not being comfortable during the pregnancy to the point of tears in some cases. That's terrible. I, I gosh, one time I met a woman who was like eight months pregnant and she goes, I have been itching this whole time. I have this rare itchy thing that's brought on by pregnancy and I itch all the time. I'm like that's got to be the worst thing in the world. We're both very normal folks, think average American, athletic, not overweight, but not crazy CrossFitters, like some beers, et cetera, et cetera. Anyways, I understand my wife is growing a child, but am I allowed to ask her to stop complaining about everything else? It drives me insane that she just complains, but doesn't do anything about it. She's 31 years old, has a successful career, smart, et cetera. Am I wrong to think she's capable of managing her own body issues? If she's in pain, treat it. If she's not sure, call her doctor, OB. I don't know shit about weird rashes or nerve pain. I can only sympathize so much and say, I'm sure it hurts. What can I do to help? And have you asked your doctor about this yet before I tell her to do something about it or stop complaining? Okay, sidebar. My father passed away from neuroendocrine tumor cancer five months ago, and he refused to complain about the pain he was in and wanted to enjoy the time he had left. So when I hear people complain, particularly my wife, who saw my dad in his worst state, it's like PTSD or nails on a chalkboard. I'm worried this pattern will continue when the child is born and she will complain about her and the baby's conditions, but not do anything to fix the issue. How do I bring this up without losing a testicle? Is this my future? Send help. Things are low and loose, Sam. Oh my gosh, that is terrible. Well, I'll tell you, Sam, as a rule, you got to shut the fuck up with pregnant ladies. You're allowed to complain when you're pregnant nonstop as much as you want for nine months. Sorry. That's just how it fucking goes. Uh, but yeah, you should offer like, I mean, all you can do is be like, should we make an appointment? Gosh, I've heard that this helps. I've heard that that helps. But it sounds like you're more dealing. I mean, your dad just died of cancer five months ago, and it sounds like I don't know, man. It sounds like you might need to be loved and mothered a little right now. So it does feel like your your spouse is being a little selfish, right? She's complaining about her ailments. Meanwhile, you are grieving your dad. So that's pretty gnarly. That's a huge thing. Um, especially it sounds like you had to watch him die of cancer. So in your mind, you're like, this guy handled death well. Meanwhile, my wife is just growing a life and she's not handling all. So to complain how two people handle pain and discomfort and da, 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 and dying and baby making, not even a fair comparison, right? So you need someone who's going to take care of you emotionally, spiritually. Who's taking care of you, my love, Sam? You need some attention. So go see Shrink. 
always, I'm going to tell you, everybody, go see a shrink. You need to be mothered yourself. You need to be pampered yourself because you have to have something to give. And it sounds like you're depleted. You dealt with your dad and now you've dealt with, now you're dealing with uh, your wife. And yes, unfortunately, the complaining probably will continue <laughs> until, I mean, I'm just letting you know until she's kind of back to who she was before all this because it really does wreak havoc. But uh, I'm sorry. I hope you have a mom, Sam, if you do, or an aunt or someone that you can turn to and talk to and get some nurturing because it sounds like you need nurturance for yourself because you're depleted, bro. Everyone's sucking the fucking lifeblood out of you too much. Death is hard, I, you know, especially when the parent dies. Like, I can't imagine what it's like to lose a parent that you really loved because, uh, you know, all I've dealt with is like traumatic losses uh, i mean like people i didn't really really like oh he's so sad you're dead okay i hear it's bad when you to lose somebody that you really liked Ooh, what's that all about i can't even imagine right no absolutely but uh i think also it's because i think when dudes hear someone complaining about a problem our yeah, minds go into it. how do we fix it yeah. When in reality, a lot of times people are just trying to vent and you just need to say, oh, that sucks. And sometimes that's all they need to hear and that's all you need to say. I know. I want to redirect her energy. Does she have a friend that she could text and bitch to? You know, that would be nice. How can we get that energy redirected? I mean, getting a therapist, I think, is like... That's key. Yeah, I think that's priority one, probably, for this situation. For both of them. For everybody. For everybody. My goodness. Who doesn't need a shrink? Okay. Um, let's see. Let's go into some mom hacks. I like those. Let's go for those. Those are always the best. Mom hacks. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Pick. Oh, there's a pick included in this one. I love this. Only mom hack for dog moms. Oh, yes. I love dog moms. You guys are my fave. I too am a dog mom. I love them. My dog. Uh, oh, there it is. This is good. Throw your blankets or runner slash smaller rugs directly in the dryer to get all the hair and dust, etc. out easily. To show you why this is so clutch for me, see my two dogs below with their hair after brushing. Love your show, Carissa. Oh my God. Yeah, look at all that hair. Fuck. I'm surprised you even brush your dogs. Who does that anymore? I don't have time to brush my dog. Oh, he's so cute. Look at those little poopies. Yeah, I um, I want like four more dogs, but only after my children leave. My son wants a snake, but that's not going to happen. Or a reptile. Did you have reptiles? Did any of you boys, did your parents get you reptiles? Mm, no. I remember I got a crayfish in fourth grade. Oh, what's that? Let's it, see it. It's like a tiny, uh, like it almost looks like a small lobster. Oh, ew. That's, um, is that fun? But it, No. It was like, that's what we had in school. Oh. And it was like, it was, uh, I think it was that we had a bunch of crayfish and you could take one home if you want. <laughs> and uh, I was like, mom, I want a cray, or I think I wanted like a, like a, like a puppy or some sort of animal that was just mine. Yeah. And they're like, why don't you take a crayfish home first and we'll see how you do with that. <laughs> and I think I accidentally killed it within two weeks. Yeah. Because it pinched me and I flicked it and then it, it died against a brick wall. 
<laughs> and then when they were like, hey, man, this is why you're not getting a dog. It's because you're not responsible enough to, to take care of the crayfish. And then I, they told me I just threw my hands up. And I was like, well, I guess I'm not responsible. And then I and just it, went and played video games. And then you're done. Yeah. <laughs> well, th- I think the truth is, too, that what children really do fully take care of a dog. Like, you're, it, that's silly to put that on a kid. Like, you're, does a kid take the dog to the vet? Fuck no. Like, that's not going to... The, the adult ultimately takes responsibility. You're just going to let the kid feed it every now and then and right. let it outside. Like, don't tell the kid, you're not responsible, you piece of shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so maybe, like, once the, once the kid could start driving himself, that's when he gets <laughs> the responsibility. Oh, God, no. I mean, look... Yeah, that's so crazy. Then you can't expect. Uh, no, I wouldn't do that. Oh, you just get the dog, and then you're like, "Hey, feed it, walk it, clean up the shit," and then mom will deal with like the vet and the real responsibility of the dog. Right. right? You don't want to like have your kid like in eleventh grade be like, "All right, go drive your no. go drive your dog to be put down or something." No, <laughs> no, you have to train them, right? Baby steps, baby steps, dude. No, no. Maybe I'll get him a reptile. That's not a bat, like a, 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 a lizard. Yeah, that's not bad, like a, a, like a gecko or something. A gecko, dude. Google that gecko shit. Let's see, what's the downside? <laughs> Let me know what, what's the easiest reptile pet to get your kid. My kid's four and a half. Not sure if he's too young for that, but uh, geckos don't die easy. Pet lizards die. They just die. <laughs> that's what it says. Yeah. Oh no! Okay, yeah, they die. I mean, look, that's a, that's a good point, though. Nadav is that you're just gonna bank on your kid fucking that thing up so fast. They just they fucking destroy everything. Right, but you know what geckos do? What they regrow tails and legs that get ripped off. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so that's like yeah. if it's a little too rough, it's like no, don't do that. Like it's gonna be a couple months till he gets the leg back if you rip it. Yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> it grows back a leg even. I think so. Yeah, I think it what? regrows appendages because it's a defense mechanism where if something grabs onto it, it yes. just kind of detaches and then it regrows it later. Isn't that amazing? The leopard gecko, I read that that one's really easy for small children because that tail will regrow. Um, but we'll see. I, I don't know. I don't know if four and a half is too young for the guy. But he has snails that he takes care of, and he takes really good care of his snails. He's really gentle with them, so maybe, I don't know. I like I like reptiles. I don't mind them. I wouldn't get a snake. Fuck a snake. That's what do you have against a snake? Disgusting. I think they're just gross. Like, I remember we had a garter snake in class, like our class animal. Mm-hmm. And, like, they shit on you sometimes. Yeah. And they, they're kind of smelly and, like, like. Yeah, but watching watching a snake eat. I remember in that's fourth dope. grade we had a snake. That was the dopest <laughs> that was, shit. That's Every shit. dude in my class was like, fuck yeah, let me yeah. know when we're feeding this thing next. And, like, it, yeah. it, it, it brought crowds. <laughs> I know. The goldfish, like, feeding it the goldfish or whatever did uh, you feed a rat? Yeah, we fed it mice. That yeah, you don't feed goldfish so to dope. snakes. Yeah, this one we did. The garter snake ate goldfish. <laughs> that was rad. But I hate it when it would take too long. You know, when it just like chills with it for a while. You're like, come on, man, eat that shit. <laughs> so, so good. Yeah. But that's the thing, though, because then I, if I get him a snake, I got to go buy him live animals and shit to feed it, right? I got to go get fucking mice and stuff. Right. I don't want to do that. Oh, you know what I just remembered? Unless they have a mice delivery service. Hmm. We grew up, my dad had an eel. What? He had an eel that we kept like in the kitchen. What? Holy shit. How did I forget about that? What? Yeah, we had an eel 
and I think it was a salt, like it was like a, it was in a fishbowl, and I remember we had cubes, I think, of worms that we would just have to like uh, throw in their throat. Holy shit! Where that did was he, weird as fuck. Where did he? Was he into fish and he, like yeah, aquariums? Yeah, he went through a salt water. Phase yeah, that's that's it. That ended at the '94 earthquake. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when they all got released into the, I, the oh, carpet. Yeah. We had a fish that eel out of the drain because the the aquarium broke over because it was in the kitchen. Yeah. And then it shattered into the sink and then the eel went in, down the drain. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. Fish suck. Fish are like a shitty thing for kids, you know? Like, like you can't touch it. I think the temptation to touch it's always there. Yeah, I think a saltwater aquarium is definitely an it's adult pet. The worst. Yeah. A, an aquarium is the worst thing mm-hmm. to have. Cuz if you don't take it's, care of it it smells like shit it's, real <laughs> fast. <laughs> It smells like shit. It gets algae every two seconds. I had an aquarium in my 20s. I don't know. I just like goldfish, and it was such a pain in the ass. You got to vacuum the rocks. You got to make sure the filtration system works. Yeah, you need a plan and ecosystem. Yeah, it (laughs) fucking sucks. All right, well, let me know. Am I crazy to get my kid a leopard gecko? Because I was researching... Um, and I don't know what to feed them. If I could feed them something easy, that would be great. I think they get crickets. Like it's so, like so, you get a thing of crickets that, and they kind of survive for a minute. Okay, so I buy like a bag of crickets every week or something. I don't know if it's every week. I think it's maybe every couple weeks, maybe once a month. But uh, I know yeah. the geckos eat crickets, and you could buy those from the pet shop pretty easy. I think. I mean, I was Fuck. I was pranking some friends like in college, and I realized that you could buy like a bag of like 5,000 ladybugs just on the internet. Aww. And I think you could do all that on the internet too. Oh, maybe just have them delivered. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. Yep, that's it's just, the move. Because I don't want to go to the pet store every week. That shit ain't happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just have them deliver to the door. Yeah, Stupid bag of crickets. Work smarter, not harder. Work smarter, not harder. And then have him feed the cricket to the gecko. That'd be fun. That's like primetime entertainment to boys in our house, for sure. Hell yeah. They love that shit. Anything violent is like the most fun. Okay. <laughs> like a regular mom. Uh, I'm the cool coolest. Mom. Uh, hi, mommy. I have a two-year-old, and when she asks asks for snacks or drinks in the car, I hesitated to give her any because of the mess. Uh, yes, I would inevitably have to clean. The floor mats would be the worst hit. However, I've recently repurposed my doggy pee pads and have them on the floor in front of the car seat. Pee pads are inexpensive. They catch the liquid, the crumbs, the sand. I know. There it is. There's a picture. I use doggy pee pads on our changing tables and have since my children are newborns. Use this instead of the fucking changing table cloth because like then you're just washing it every day and you can throw these away. I have these in the house for everything. They're so, so useful. Good suggestion. Maya, piss on me, beat me. She says, you got it. You got it. Piss on me, beat me. (laughs) Yeah, okay. What am I doing? Okay, okay. Oh my gosh, what are we going to talk about? Okay, disgusting habits. This one makes me fucking crazy. This one really fired up my nuts, okay? I have to share this with someone because it has never been properly acknowledged of how disgusting it is. This habit doesn't come from my significant other, but from his father. We lived with him for a short amount of time, and this still haunts me to this day. I think about it frequently and wonder if he still doesn't. I walked out into the kitchen one morning to notice his disgusting-ass tennis shoes on the kitchen counter. 
I freaked out and pushed them off and notified my significant other of the offense. He seemed concerned as well, but uh, I don't know. That's just how my dad is. I continue to explain how disgusting that is until he agreed to shame his father for this. We brought it up and shame the old man, but I guess you really can't teach an old dog new tricks. I would still occasionally find his shoes up there or sitting on a chair. Gross, Katrina. I agree, Katrina. That is nasty as hell. You don't want your nasty outside shoes on your kitchen counter. I, if, I One time, I'll never forget this. It was 1997. I believe it was October. I was studying abroad in um, England, and we visited a friend, this girl in a dorm room and another girl was coming in and they were just, they had just fucking met. Like they weren't besties. And even if they were, it's inappropriate. This girl sat on this other girl's bed and put her fucking shoes on the girl's pillow. Yeah, bro. Like she laid down sideways and put her nasty like kicks on this girl's pillow. Yeah, it's so fucked up. Like, yeah, do you? I don't understand people that put their feet up on any kind of furniture that it's not supposed to happen. Like your couch, don't put your nasty shoes on your fucking couch. I'm even. Are you seriously? Are you disagreeing with me on this? No, I'm. Oh. I'm vehemently agreeing with. Yeah, you. I'm like, but I see people doing it. I'm like, what are you doing? I would see it in movies. Oh my god! I was like, what the fuck is go- Were all these people raised by wolves? What yeah. the fuck is this? I see it too, like in sitcoms where they're like, hmm, I'm put my feet up on the like. Oh my god! Even the um, even a foot rest that's made out of material. I'm a little like, I don't know. You know, if it's not, Mm-mm, you put socks on that. Right, you put socks yeah, on no that. no shoes go on something that's cloth. <laughs> yeah, it makes me crazy. And even in like I'll see it in public, people put their feet up on stuff, and I'm like, God, that's so disrespectful. It's so nasty. Those are your fucking nasty feet, your now, shoes. Here's a question. Do, yeah. you, do you put your feet up without shoes, like on coffee tables and stuff? I know, right, without shoes? Uh, right. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. If it's, okay, here's the, the thing. What's that thing called? That's a circle in front of your couch. Ottoman? An ottoman. Yeah, I'll do that on the ottoman. Mm-hmm. But even then, I feel like it's it's a disrespect to the ottoman, even though you're supposed to do that. Do you wait, do that? But you're suppo- wait, so do you use it like as a as like a like a pseudo coffee table yeah, type deal? Yeah, like you use jump it to rest it. stuff. Yeah, I'll put like a snack on it, mm-hmm. but I feel weird. Yeah, well, that's the thing is that if you're if you're putting food on something, your feet should not be going on that. Okay, good yeah. rule. No, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Oh. I definitely put my feet up on my coffee table. Though. On your coffee. It's mm-hmm. your coffee table. Yeah. But do you eat on there? Uh, No, not really. Like uh. It's mostly just like drinking that happens on that coffee table. Here's another one. Do you eat in bed? Um, You know what? I I think I, I went through a... Fi- I think it was when I first went into college because <laughs> my mom never let me do it. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? I'm in college. I got all these rules I could, you know, <laughs> don't need to follow anymore. Do what I want. And then I think the first week that I tried doing that, I'm like, oh, I see why you don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's because you wake up with like a cookie stuck to your back <laughs> when you wake up and you're like, this feels disgusting. And then you get pimples. Like yeah. in the shape of a cookie on wherever it was. So gross. <laughs> I love to eat snacks in bed, though. I'll eat. I'll eat the snacks. Tom will get so mad at me. He's like, "There's fucking crumbs in the bed." I'm like, "I know." Wait, what? Well, hold on. But that's like night snacks. What are night snacks? Crackers, turkey, 
cheese. Sh- shit that create. Okay. Okay. Turkey and cheese, I think, is okay, but yeah. stuff that literally creates crumbs. Like, you crackers. Can- there's yeah. no way you're getting 100% of that cracker in your mouth. <laughs> no, there's no way. And that's what, that's what your hand is for, and you go like that. You go, and you wipe uh, uh. it off. Hold on. Do you like it? Do you like it when sand is is in your, I, in your bed? That makes me crazy. Okay. Sand is okay. No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Ugh. Hold on. So you can't stand sand, but you're okay with cracker crumbs? No, because I feel like it's a nice reminder of what happened. I'm like, oh, it's like a. This is when I had a snack. What? I don't know why. Can I taste something even grosser? What? Is even something grosser? <laughs> yes. Is uh, when I'm on the road. When I used to be on the road. <clears throat> I would have two beds. There's two beds in the room. There's your eating bed and then your napping bed. <laughs> like if someone were, if they would ask me, do you want like a, a king size or do you want two queens? I'm like two queens, obviously. So that one bed I can lay in and eat snacks and watch TV in. And then, yeah, because I would order room service only. I would never go out. And then I would eat in that bed and then I would sleep pure in the other bed. Now, that's insane oh it's even gross it gets even That's grosser insane. it gets even grosser so there are some times too that i would i would break my own rules and i would only have one bed and then i would eat all week all week i would eat in my sleeping bed <laughs> like and i i would be laying in bed like it would be like two in the morning and i'd be like how why does it smell like cheeseburgers in my bed because like the juice had dripped from <laughs> from my in-room dining tray and onto the sheet and it would be like a brown juice stain or like a Caesar salad smell from my (laughs) I I was a beast on the road oh it was really bad you are grosser than a dude sometimes I know that is wild I know an eating bed and a sleeping bed Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm yeah that's road life (sighs) It was so gnarly. I didn't give a fuck. And this was a room that had a desk in it, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, the desk. What's that for? <laughs> I think it's for eating. It's for eating. <laughs> it's not for eating. You just put your computer on it. It's where you put your suitcase, dummy. <laughs> oh. No, but they have that thing that you put your suitcase on. I know, like I know. Like the thing with the rope. Yeah, yeah, that looks yeah. Like, yeah. Who uses that? <laughs> I, I think people that... <laughs> I want to eat on the desk. Sure, 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 top that that's crazy out with the old in with the new <laughs> at the same time <laughs> what food goes in poop comes out yeah like but then poop also goes into the food i know but the she poop didn't particles. think that my mother did not put science into it it was just like yeah you can take your hmm. spaghetti it was spaghetti too it was oh like my God. it wasn't like a sandy you know what i mean so then so what nasty. was what was the pajitsky effect like when did that take place when you're like oh i, I don't have to eat on the toilet <laughs> like i think i realized as a kid i think when i was 11 or something i was like wait i don't want to eat on the toilet that's really gross there's shit here and my mom would let me I don't I don't do it. I don't eat on the toilet. I do look at my iPhone on the toilet, but I feel like everybody does. And if you don't, what the fuck are you reading? 
Oh yeah, I mean that's right? yeah, that's not shunned upon at all. That's not, but no, I that's used normal. I would say that like a decade ago, people would pretend to be shocked, like what? <laughs> like everybody's looking at their phone on the shitter. That's yeah. what you do. That's where you check your talks, bro. No, yeah, like uh, I remember some people being like, "Oh, I just read the back of shampoo bottles." I used to do that, yeah, which is wild. You I just need to, to read it. ingredients of something. What what does that help? Well, this is before the internet. Is like you'd be so bored as a kid when you're taking your shits that you would read like yeah shampoo bottles. You would read soap labels. You would just go deep on like the other day I went deep on my tampon box because it was right there and I was like I don't have my phone so I'm just gonna read what what's up with this tampon box and like you look at the directions and did you learn something new? I didn't, but I learned <laughs> that they made the directions the visual directions tiny teeny teeny so i'm like whoever's getting this is not gonna know how to insert a tampon because the pictures are just so tiny and i also learned that they they don't get they're like you should put one leg up or you squat i'm like what the fuck there's so many other ways to put a tampon in but whatever that's just me that's neither here nor there Ugh, look at this thing will you google a menstrual cup this is so disgusting and i, I keep seeing this on <clears throat> yeah go images yeah that loot the lunette are you guys using this look at this thing so it looks like i guess what does it look like to you what is that like a funnel like a funnel i don't know is this part open yeah i can't i don't know see that's what i'm wondering if that's open nah, it the, wouldn't be open the blood would come out right oh is it so that oh. it catches the blood and then you and then you pull, oh, that's like the tampon string. Okay, oh. so that's the string. So you're supposed to, I get it. Okay, because I'm like, ooh, okay. Ooh, you could steam it. You can steam clean it. <laughs> Unreal. Bad. So these are, I've been seeing this a lot on the talk. It's like this new menstrual cup that women are using. Like you shove it up there, I guess, and then it collects the blood and then you pull it out and it's a cup and you have to like clean it and disinfect it and then you put it away. I mean, I get it. I, I guess it's less... Of a of a, a dent in the ecosystem. What's the word I'm looking for? It's less of a footprint. Oh, uh, uh, less of a carbon footprint. Carbon, yeah, it's like more it's, biodegradable. It's biodegradable. I get that. Safe. But I don't want to put my hands on my bloody cooch. Look, that's the problem. <laughs> you know, I feel like I feel like that's a lot for me to see and do. Like I already do too much. And then to really get in there and like really know, it's uh, it's wild. There you go. I, I I don't know. Okay, let's see this nasty shit. This isn't disgusting things I did as a kid. As a middle schooler, I would pluck my eyebrows and attach them to the mirror in my sister and I's bathroom, with the little sticky follicle at the end. I don't know why. One day I was like, this is gross, and stopped. When I was six-ish, I used to save up my spit. This is disgusting. And those little plastic containers to get, you get toys out of it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. I know why. I remember it's starting to smell really, but yeah, that's gross. I know what she's talking about. There's these little toys. Remember you get out of um, like coin machines and they were like, they were like domes, plastic, and then you'd open them and there'd be like a tiny little toy in there. I used to put those in my bra and pretend they were boobies. Remember? Did you get these? This is so 80s. Maybe no, yeah, you would like put a quarter in the machine, yeah, right? Yeah, and you turn it and then you get like a clear thing. Kinder, kinder. Ki kinder eggs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's one kind. But uh, yeah, I would just put those in my fake bra, pretend to have titties. <laughs> 
Did boys do that with their bulges? Did you pretend to have like big boners and stuff? Mm, I did not. You didn't? I don't know anyone that did it. Like you pretend that you have like a banana in your pants or whatever? Make I it- mean like maybe you would do it as just like, hey guys, check out my monster dick. Uh, <laughs> but then I'm just like, okay, you know, we're in middle school. Your dick's not like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> my monster dicks. Did you guys tell each other that you were getting boners or did you conceal it from each other? What, like you'd lean over to your friend and you'd be like, I'm so hard right now. <laughs> yeah, like like girls would talk about their periods. Like, I think I'm going to get my, like, did you, did guys talk openly about boners to each other? Um, Mine didn't. I mean, the the, the closest we got to boner talks uh, is just nut tapping. Like, that's what yeah. we did when it came to dicks and stuff. It's just like, oh, where are your nuts? Cool, let me hit them. And then that was the game. <laughs> like, you'd update each mm-hmm. other and like, you know, you'd find out, it's like, Hey, did you hear? Brian got a blowjob like yesterday, and like yeah. that was news and stuff. Yeah, um, but yeah. that was the extent of it. Like we never shared info on our bodies or something. Yeah, or at least my friends didn't. See, I don't trust guys that don't nut tap. I think that uh, I think a nut tap is part of becoming a dude. Oh, absolutely, horsing abs- around. That's right, slap dicking. Yeah, you gotta know what it feels like to hurt someone, and you gotta <laughs> know what it feels like to get hurt. Mm-hmm. I agree. There's some shit that I let Tom, like, there's some shit that you just got to teach boys how to do and be. That's like Tom's got to teach him that. I can't teach a kid that stuff. So Tom's going to teach him how to nut tap? You better fucking believe it. Yeah. Well, like, there's this time in our, there's a time in our house, like, you know, the the hour before bed, the kids go nuts and they want a rough house, you know? And like, they'll climb on top of me and kick me in the fucking head and headbutt me. And I'm like, dude, I don't know how to play this way. Like, this is not how women are wired. Like, I, I will scream to Tom, like, Tom, come roughhouse with these boys. Cause I, I cannot, I don't, I don't know how to do it. I'd kind of fuck around with Julian, but. Oh, well, like, I mean. What the fuck do you, you just beat the shit out of the kids, right? Well, I mean, I could tell you what my dad did. I <laughs> <laughs> pushed you away. No, 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 no. Oh. Like, it was one of those things where it was, uh, you know, I'd hang out with my dad, and I'd notice, like, oh, my God, he has so much armpit hair. <laughs> and I'd just tug on it and pull on it. And then what he would do, because I had an older brother, he's like, oh, yeah, you guys could just fight each other, and I could watch. Oh. So whenever he felt like stuff was getting too close to him, he would just instigate a fight between me and my brother, and then oh. we'd fight for the rest of the day. Smart. Mm-hmm. Physically. Real smart. <laughs> like he would, he, so your older brother would kind of fuck you up a little. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that's the relationship that most little brothers and older brothers have, is yeah. the older brother kind of, like, beats the shit out of you to follow. Not beat the... Like, right. he never punched me in the face or anything, but, like, we'd wrestle a lot. Yes. And then, like, I think every little brother always has... Like, I remember it like it was yesterday, the day that we found out that I was stronger than him. <laughs> Holy shit, that was a good day. Oh, <laughs> was he scared that, that the dynamic changed? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, that was literally our last fight when we found out I was stronger than him. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I mean, and that was like early college. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So yeah. you could kill him, and that's what—that's how guys stop fighting. No, yeah. It started with, uh, I think it was uh, me, my brother, and my dad. We were watching some sort of movie marathon together. Like, it was like it was a weekend. We were all just hanging out. And then my brother, you know, brothers just kind of like talk shit to each other. Yeah. So my brother was talking shit to me. And then I guess my dad was bored with the movie. So he looks at me. He's like, you going to let him talk to you like that? Oh, gosh. And then I was like, I guess not. And then uh, I figured out that I could actually pin my brother down. Oh, fuck. Where like my knees were on his shoulders. And then I like it was the first time I was ever able to do that. 
So I like I made eye contact with my dad. I'm like, oh my god, this is the first time. <laughs> what do I do? He's like, do what feels right. And yeah. then I look at my brother, and he's like kind of scared. And I didn't want to hurt him, so yeah. I just slapped him in the face as hard as I could a couple times. Smart. And then he got loose, and then that was really scary. <laughs> wow. And then I got slapped, but that was the last time we fought because he's like, oh, I didn't know you could do that to me. <laughs> yeah, and you teach him respect. Isn't it was that pretty interesting? Great. It was so cool. <laughs> See, this whole dynamic that you just described doesn't exist in girl world. Like we don't size each other up and go like, oh, that chick can fight me better. Like I'm not, I can't right. fuck with her. But like, here's the thing though. That's Neither of us are going to need therapy for the way that we fought with each other. Like right. you guys cause emotional, emotional psychological damage, damage to I, each 100%. other. A hundred percent. It's it's fucking evil. Yeah, I don't think a dude has ever created an eating disorder for another dude. Right. Maybe. I, know. I don't know. That's kind of a generalization, but I feel like that's. No, it's just different styles. Definitely, I'm not saying one is uh, better because they're both horrible to deal with for sure. But Ellis right now, he's four, Julian's two. He's He really is outsizing Julian, so I'm, mm. I'm always kind of like, hold on, Juju's not really stable enough It's, it's to two fuck. years apart? Yeah. You know what it is? It's once they're both in school at the same time. Then they'll, yeah. Like once, uh, once Juju either starts kindergarten, like, because yeah. like, a, what can a second grader do to a kindergartner, you know? Like they're all yeah. made of jelly and stuff. They all absorb impacts probably. Yeah, yeah. But right now we're so like, don't fuck with your brother, bro. Because like he will, he fucks with him already. And I'll mm. be like, because I don't, I don't want Julian to feel like we didn't defend him against his brother. Because mm-hmm. that, that can create resentment too if your parents just let your older brother bully you. But here's the thing though. Like, like is it, does it look like it's clear that Julian hates it? And then he's fighting back. If he cries, I'll be like, what the fuck else? Yeah, that's a good move. Because I mean, a lot of the times, like, I mean, dudes just like roughhousing. Yes. And I let them fuck around. I let them, there's a lot I let them do. Like, I pretend like I'm not watching them. Like, if they have the hose, I let them negotiate between the two of them who does, you know, they take turns and I watch them. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I let them do that. And then, but the second I hear tears, I'm like, all right, this is it, you fucking, you know, come on, man. But I let them slap dick around. I let them negotiate yeah yeah that's good you know, they, they need to figure out their dynamic when uh when mom and dad are in the room yes i believe in it and i also let them conspire against us and do bad things and i'll let them conspire i do because that's how they bond what they, do they come up with like the other day ellis found these tubes that they didn't belong to us they were in the house that we moved into these swimming tubes these styrofoam tubes oh the pool noodles. the noodles yeah and i don't like them so i'm like do what you want with these fucking noodles they look like shit and um he has a saw like a toy saw and he and julian found out that they could use the toy saw to actually saw these noodles <laughs> and i was like cool let him ruin it you know i don't care for the noodles anyways and go for it so the two of them were like working together to saw it out and then they pretended to make it into a fire like a campfire and and we pretended to let it was cool like i was like yeah dude destroy some shit like as long as it's stuff that mom doesn't care about you can destroy that and you can and then they start to throw things over into the neighbor's yard and that's when i stopped that shit pronto bro good call no 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 i make them go over and ask for it back and apologize immediately um all right, that's it. Do we have a... I don't want to do any more of that. Nah, we're good. I, um, I'm i going to go. I hope I take a shit today, you guys. Pray for me. I'm really trying. <laughs> I've had so much salsa. I've had poop. I've had two bowls of poop soup. Wait, did you brown yesterday? 
It's like a tiny, like nothing. Mm. For me, it's like not even a brown. I'm yeah, so... get that poop soup. You said that works pr- like every time, right? I got to go home and eat my poops. Mm. All right, guys. Where are my moms at? At gmail.com, 213-375-5184. I got to go take care of my boys, all my boys. Uh, until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye, mommy. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at podcast? With Christina P.